Probably so. Yeah. Hey, Kels. What's happening? What's going on, man? Oh, man. Just chilling now, man. Chilling. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's let's jump into this. Um, let me do my my official intro, ladies and gentlemen. You are now rocking with the best. <laughs> this is Trackstar Sports. This is your boy Damo with the Outsiders Edge, bringing you the latest and greatest in the WWE. And tonight, I got my man Jay Kells on the line, and uh, what was happening? <laughs> You, how's it, how's it going, man? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm excited, man. Excited about this, man. I've been actually, I've been wanting to do this for a while, man. So I'm glad, uh, I'm glad we made this happen. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I've been really looking forward to it. Uh, like I kind of been playing around with it in my head of how it would go, and I was just like, hey, I I, I love wrestling. You love wrestling. We just gonna talk and we just gonna go at it. <laughs> exactly. Cool. <laughs> so. Um, so tonight we are going to we're kind of we're going to kind of backtrack a little bit, and then we're going to kind of get up to speed with what's going on now. So we're going to backtrack to WrestleMania 34, uh, which was about two weeks ago now. Um, uh, Jay Kells was uh, able to be there in attendance. I have yet to uh, even <laughs> attend a live WWE event yet. Um, but wow. I'm working on that to get that get that off the bucket list of things to do. Um, I'm actually looking forward to trying to go to WrestleMania 35 next year. But um, I just wanted to hear from you. Uh, uh, was that your first uh, WrestleMania that you attended this year? Well, I wasn't able to make this one. Um, I wanted to, but a lot of things happened with a couple of my guys that were supposed to go with me, so I didn't make it. Um, I did go to WrestleMania 30, though, the last time it was in New Orleans. I did make that one, and that one was amazing. That was my first WrestleMania. It wasn't my first WWE event, but it was my first WrestleMania, and I still think that was was always going to go down in history because that was the one that take a loss streak. Right. um, Brock, and I mean the the quietness of the crowd, I will (sighs) never forget, and walking – after that match, walking through the uh, through the arena to the concession stands to the bathroom, just hearing everybody's take on it. Man, that was stupid. Why they let Lesnar win? Oh, that was crazy. <laughs> oh man, that was sweet. You know all the different reactions. But right this past this past year, I didn't get to make it. Um, I found out that our guy uh, our guy Rick he got he he ended up going. I'm told him if I hadn't known you were going, I would have bet you down there. Right. But he said it was a last minute thing. But I did watch the entire event on TV and you know, it was uh it was pretty good. It was all right. Yeah, I I thought it was I didn't I didn't think it was the best WrestleMania, but I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it lived up to the WrestleMania hype for the most part. I didn't um I didn't I didn't walk away feeling like feeling really disappointed necessarily overall. I thought it was a I thought it was a good pay per view. Yeah. Um, uh, so we're gonna. So we're not gonna talk about every match from WrestleMania, but um, we're gonna talk about most of them. I just want to touch on most of them because I thought most of them were pretty, um, were pretty uh, critical in the WWE. So first, I'm gonna start with uh, Charlotte Flair and Oscar for the uh, SmackDown Women's Title. Um, I definitely thought that match lived up to to all the hype. Um, I didn't expect Charlotte to win, so I was really surprised about that. I thought Oscar was going to keep her streak going, but um, yeah. but overall, I was impressed with the match. How did how did you feel about that match? Yeah, I, I thought it lived up to the hype as well. That was a really good match. Um, I was kind of torn back and forth. I didn't know who was going to win. That was myself. I, yeah, they had been putting a lot of emphasis on the streak, even going back to the uh, the mixed tag challenges that they did. On Facebook, one thing that was kind of strange about that when they got to the last match, the champ, the championship match, they kept putting emphasis on Oscar's streak. Like, but hey, right. this ain't got nothing to do with her singles match. Right. It's a tag, a mixed tag match. But you know, so yeah, I could I could see where everybody would think, you know, they gonna keep the streak going. But me myself, you know, 
I, I thought it was a toss-up because I thought Charlotte deserved to win because of her body of work and the work that she puts in. She's a great performer in the ring. She's very talented and agile and all that stuff. And um, Oscar, you know, you know, she could have won too, but you know, I really, I think the right woman won. I think it won, and I think it pretty much just sets it up for a rematch. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely love to see a part, a part two of that match. That's a, I think that's a great rivalry that could kind of go down in the history books uh, between those two. Because oh I, yeah, because um, I, I had just heard of Oscar when she came into uh, from NXT to the WWE, and then it was like, I mean, immediately she had like this she had like this hype machine behind her and it was like, okay, who is this? Like, yeah. I've seen them promote other, you know, other wrestlers before that were new coming up, but I was like, not like this. Like they're promoting mm-hmm. her like, you know, like real big, like, you know, like John Cena type big, like they're really pushing her. So I was like, yeah. okay. And then when she came in, it was kind of like, okay, yeah, this is, this is a pretty bad chick, <laughs> uh-huh. like, you know, but I I feel like, with with that match with her losing, I was like, they pretty much kind of set the stage up. If anybody has a streak going, if you're gonna lose it, you're losing it at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, for real. Exactly. <laughs> like that's exactly. the stage that is WrestleMania is the place of streaks come here to die. <laughs> yeah. Since uh Taker lost his like I yeah, Taker losing his streak was will just never be forgotten. No, it won't. Remember. It won't. I just remember seeing the reactions, watching on TV. It was just like, oh, my God, like, this really happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like literally yeah. thousands of people in an arena just quiet, shocked, and stunned. It was amazing. Yeah, it was just crazy. So, yeah, you're right about the, about that, the street That teams. just lets you know. Yeah. Just lets you know the, the nostalgia of it when you have somebody that's that big, been that's been around that long. Yeah. It's like when something bad happens, it's like you feel it. Yeah. <laughs> like for that moment, it's like, no, this isn't a, a scripted uh, entertainment event. This is like, no, this is real. Like <laughs> my childhood hero. Yeah, exactly. Lost. It's like you got, you see little kids <laughs> crying. Like he's not supposed to lose, you know? Yeah. He just, it's emotional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to move to something a little less emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Steph. How did did you feel about that match? (laughs) I felt this match, it was a lot better than a lot of people thought it was going to be. Um, I know a lot of emphasis was on, a lot of speculation on Ronda Rousey, how she's going to come, how she's going to do. And it's like when she stepped in, the energy level like went through the roof and she pretty much lived up to it. She didn't try and be a wrestler. She didn't try and be a technician in the ring. She did what she does. She was, you know, what we expect her to do, to be a a brute, like a UFC fighter. That's what she did. And she excelled at it. The only down part of the match, I feel, you could tell Kurt Angle was a little old. You know, he he, he wasn't hitting the ropes like he was supposed to. You can tell Triple H, Triple H did a fabulous job of carrying him throughout that batch. But um, like I say, overall, I think it lived up. That one exceeded everybody's expectations. And one funny part, me and my homeboy was sitting there watching it. When they got outside the ring, it was like you actually heard uh, Kurt Angle tell Triple H, hey, put me on the table now. And Triple H put him on the table and did his little move or whatever. But like I, like I say, like I say, other than that, it was um, I think it exceeded everybody's expectations. Yeah, I was um, I was really impressed because um, uh, I was I was talking to the voice um recently because we were talking about Ronda Rousey before WrestleMania, and I was like, I need to see Ronda put her hands mm-hmm. on somebody. That's what I'm waiting to see. I was like, on the mic, she's not great on the yeah. mic. I don't want to hear yeah. her talk. I want to watch her beat people up. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And um, and I was like, you know, she she's been in the UFC. I know she's got hands, and it's like, and pretty much they they've really kind of established her, like you said, as a brute. Like for a woman, it's like, like yeah, she's, you know, she's kind of coming in pretty dominant. Exactly. And I was, I was, I was. I was surprised. I was like, wow, like, you know, she's really doing it. Like, she's going to be great 
I think she she's going to take some time to kind of develop as a character because because now with it with the WWE it's more a character than it is Mm -hmm. real life which um which I think kind of kind of pushes away that whole thing when she when she lost those fights in UFC and she just kind of went and buried herself in a hole for months and didn't talk to the media and stuff like that it's like when she loses here it's not really her it's the character Ronda Rousey that's losing so she'll be able to kind of bounce back better but I was like, I knew WrestleMania. I was like, I knew she wasn't going to lose that match. Like her, oh, her debut. Like she, and and not to Stephanie McMahon. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like she just that just can't happen. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. And, and it's it's weird because I could almost see her doing her as the female version of Brock Lesnar, almost where she come in yeah. and just bully everybody and be a brute. And I think she might actually have some kind of a streak going before she actually loses her first match just because of the name. The only way I can see her possibly losing mm-hmm. is if she gets cheated. If Stephanie comes in or somebody comes in and cheats her out of the match. Other than that, I can see her having some kind of a some kind of a streak or some kind of run or something. Yeah, now I'm I'm waiting to see her against real competition. Like the 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 whole Triple H uh Stephanie McMahon beef. I know I know that that's gonna be there. I kind of saw uh uh, it was kind of reminiscent of me to um to the days of Stone Cold and Vince McMahon, how they used to go at it in the Raw yeah. era. Was, that's that's what I was kind of seeing in that match. Like when she was wrestling, when she would do a move or or put Stephanie in a submission move, and she was talking smack while she was doing it. The first thing I thought of was yeah, Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I said, okay, I can see them kind of playing her, you know, kind of as the bad girl so to speak, real defiant against the authority and uh-huh. stuff like that, which is what Stone Cold did. So like, maybe they're going to play that angle with her, but I really want to see her against, you know, whoever, you know, Charlotte, yeah. Oscar, whoever, like against the the actual roster, uh-huh. <laughs> not just not just Stephanie McMahon. Because, I mean, Stephanie McMahon is decent, but she's not actually a yeah, wrestler. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like now they just kind of, they put like a buffer around her to kind of, to to kind of have her live up to the hype. Oh, of course. Yep. Of her coming on. Don't you don't want her to build her up and then you know everything just deflates immediately. So I just want to see what she does against against the real roster of WWE. And hopefully we get to see that real yes, soon. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Um we kind of we touched on him already. Um uh, going back to uh The Undertaker. The Undertaker and John Cena, the match that we wanted to happen, but we thought it wasn't going to happen, and then maybe it will happen, and no, it's not. And then, wait a minute, John Cena gets a message in the audience, and it's like, wait, so Undertaker's here. No, it's not Undertaker. Oh, it's, it's Elias. Elias. <laughs> oh, it's not Taker. Oh, what's going on? I was like, they're doing so much with this match right now. I was like, they're killing me. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, don't, I don't know what they what they were thinking, I guess they were trying to build suspense or trying to build a hype or I don't know what they what was going on. I I read some I read some stuff on uh on social media that said basically what they were doing was they kinda went so back and forth with it because they didn't want they didn't want that solid expectation of Taker versus Cena is happening. Yeah. Because if that happens, then it'll be it'll be it'll have the expectation of being like a main event match and they didn't want that. Oh, okay. They wanted it to be just kind of like a a quick little highlight in the middle of everything. I guess I can understand that. I guess, I guess. Um, I was, which is what it was, but it was kind of like, yeah, it, I, that kind of left a little bit of a like, okay, it was good to see. He came, he finally came back and everything, but it was like, I wish I, it had been more, but I'm also hearing like, Physically, he wasn't able to do like a long match. Yeah, exactly. That's why. I, that's why I guess I was mm-hmm. kind of surprised that. Okay, I'm back. All right, there we go. <laughs> Man, I don't know what happened. It happened to me a couple times during the draft too. What is that? Oh yeah, I'll kick you I got, out I got, too. Yeah, I got kicked. I got kicked out of the draft like a, probably like four or five times. Wow. And so like that's why I sent the message in the group like 
okay, yeah. if it kicks me out again, I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, bro. I, th- I think we're I think we're good now. Should be all right. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, so we were talking Undertaker and John Cena. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I was surprised they let you know Cena do the whole that whole little bit, you know, um, because it's like you can't you knew you knew Undertaker was hurt. You just didn't know. They never really said how hurt he was mm-hmm. or how, you know, down he was. You know, everybody thought he had retired. But then you got Cena calling him out. And I had a – it's pretty much – I think a lot of people kind of had an idea that he was going to show up. You know, it's almost like he kind of knew it because, like I said, I know a couple guys that were down there, and I asked one of them, you know, I'm like, hey, is Taker down there? Have you seen mm-hmm. Taker or any other, you know, autograph signs or anything? He was like, no. Nah. It ain't no sign of him. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, that's making me think that he's really going to be there because nobody's seen him and nobody's heard from him. Right. Because, you know, normally he'd be at the autograph signings at the accesses and, and all that stuff. And because he hadn't even shown up to them, okay, yeah, he's going to be there. And sure enough, boom, music hits. He showed up. One thing, I, one angle I thought they were going to do that shocked me that they didn't do, and I know we're going to talk about that a little later, but was the uh, – I thought he was going to interfere with the with the uh, with the main event with the championship match, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But oh, okay. as far as as far I know, we are as far as the Cena and Cena and Taker match. I don't like the way it played out. You know, they made Cena look. You know, oh man, I'm, I'm nervous. I don't know what to do. He showed up. I'm scared of this guy. Type of role. You know, I wasn't really feeling that. But I guess they right. had to do that to kind of protect the Undertaker and to keep him from getting hurt. I guess. That part I understand, you know, but yeah, you know, it is what it is, though. Yeah, it was it was like a complete like 180 of what you had seen over the last three weeks. I mean, he was calling him out. He was talking mad smack, and the guy finally shows up, which is what you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're a deer in the headlights. It was kind of like, okay. But then that kind of lends itself to the fact that I, I'll give it to John Cena that he's a great actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true that. I mean, he played yeah. it out like it was like, wait, you know, yeah, he did. six days ago it was, you know, you ain't got no heart, you scared. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. it's oh crap, like he's in, like really, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. So exactly. um, they, I think they, they probably were trying to protect him. I'm, I'm hearing that like. Taker is like officially back like he's going to be coming back like he's not going to of course not be wrestling on a regular basis but he's supposed to make some other appearances I know he's going to be in the uh the the great Royal Rumble that's coming up yeah that's shocked that shocked me I'm like he's doing what a casket match right against Rusev and then Rusev was out and he's going against Jericho and then Jericho's back out now it's Rusev again and I don't know what they're doing so I, I guess we have to watch that to see how he's going yeah, I'm a, that's going to be doing work, but I'm definitely going to be trying to tune in <laughs> and, <laughs> and see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, next match on to is uh, the return of the Yes Movement, Daniel Bryant, Shane McMahon uh, against Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. What was your take on that one? Um. When Daniel Bryan came out, energy was through the roof. I know it was. The Yes movement was, like, back in full effect. Um, I really didn't care for the match too much. That was one of the matches I really didn't care for. I think I thought it could have been a lot better than it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the issue was. I, guess, I don't know if, you know, Bryan had some ring rush. You know, he was pretty good, but I don't know. I think they kind of – I think they kind of been holding back Owens and Sami Zayn from what they normally were doing in the ring for some reason it seems like because um, I've, I've been watching them for, for years now and it seems like when they got to the main roster they haven't been the, the same guys I don't know if the workload is getting to them or if it's the writing or what it is but that match really didn't live up to the hype to me you know what about you um, I, I enjoyed it um, I, again that was another match where it was like me it was like you kind of knew what the outcome was going to be um it was just a matter of just kind of enjoying the ride yeah um you know it was good to see daniel bryant back again oh yeah um you know i mean yeah like i said the energy was definitely through the roof uh it's just it was just good to see him back especially you know 
how heartbroken everybody was when he had to retire mm-hmm. and whatnot. And uh, I was, I, I have to say, I was into it at first. I, I know my heart was in it because when, uh, when they jumped him at the beginning of the match, yeah. I thought he was going to be out. And I was like, no, not again. <laughs> you uh-huh. know, really, my heart was really into it. But then when he came back, it was like, it was very much like a Hulk Hogan big type moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, he's back, you know, or whatever. But um, as far as like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, um, I think that, um, I think that they, they did so great in singles competition. Yeah. And now you put them back together. It's like, I mean, I, I think they're, I think they're, they're entertaining together. But they're definitely not doing as much as far as uh, accomplishments, titles, and stuff like that. With them together, you get, I mean, the crowd is getting great entertainment out of it. Which oh, is, yeah. They're, they're great oh, on the yeah. mic and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. it's like, you know, Kevin Owens was getting titles right and left and getting title shots everywhere before. But now that he's back with Sammy. Mm-hmm. And, and then I thought that they were kind of going to swing it again where – uh, they turned on each other, but it's like, yeah, there's like they're kind of they look right now. They look like they're just kind of stuck together right now. Yeah, like does. I don't, I don't see them. Like even if they were to kind of turn on each other, it would be a thing of it would be them against each other all the time. Yeah. So they would still be stuck together even if they turned on each other. Yeah. So yeah, true enough. <clears throat> so yeah, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, I mean, yeah, they they switch brands. They switch brands together. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, well, they got fired. They got fired because they lost that match. But yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with them. Like I said, they're they're definitely entertaining. If nothing else, they're yeah, gonna be really they they're gonna be fun to watch. That they will be. Oh yeah. Okay, so uh, the next match for Mania uh, I want to touch on is uh, Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Title. How'd you feel about that one? I felt that was a good match too. I felt Nia did an excellent job. That whole the whole little the whole little storyline was a great storyline. Um of course it was a little I think it was a little, you know, touchy subject of, you know, the bigger girl getting bullied by the right. by the smaller girl, you know, but I thought it played out well. Um I thought I always I think that was a real great in ring performer. Despite her size, you know she she was great. I, I really enjoyed that match. I thought it was a good match. It, I don't think it was better than the Oscar Charlotte Flair match because of I guess the styles and the um, and the um, the experience of Oscar and Charlotte. But mm-hmm. I did think it was a, it was a very good match. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I actually thought Nia was going to lose again. I was like, they're going to screw her over again. Like she's not going to win. <laughs> Cause I I thought I thought I thought Alexa would outsmart her somehow. That's yeah. how I thought she would win that match. I mean, you know, pound for pound as far as physicality, like if if it comes down to that, no, she's not winning. Mm-hmm. But I was like, and especially since she had Mickey James with her, I was like, oh, she's got Mickey James. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna outsmart her somehow. Cause that's essentially what she did in the uh, elimination chamber match a few months ago. Yeah. She she just outwitted everybody and won that match. So I was yeah. like, I could see her doing that. She's she's that smart. But I was like, Naya is doing her thing, you know. So more power to her. I, and I I think that they're, I think they're using her. Uh, they're using her to kind of to kind of speak to like some you know some auxiliary stuff with the different things that are just going on in society. Oh, with definitely. They're definitely using her for that. So. Oh yeah. <clears throat> So it's oh, like yeah. even even when they um like when they talk about it, they still kind of bring stuff like that up when they talk to her about her winning the title and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And even her her merch is kind of geared towards that, you know. Yeah, it's kind of geared towards all of that kind of Me Too movement type stuff or whatever. So I mean, it's it's all good. I mean, I feel like it's it's a great way to use the platform to kind of to be entertaining and to give a positive message. At the same time, kind of, kind of subliminally. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, I want to see how long she, how long she's able to hold on, hold on to this title. And um, I saw that uh, 
uh, not this past Monday, but the Monday before, she brought in uh, Amber Moon from yes. NXT. Yes. And I'm like, y'all bringing, you bringing in competition, you kind of working against yourself. Yeah, for <laughs> you <know>? real. So, <laughs> so, but I mean, even still, I was like, I think it's all good because if like the competition level is, is great, then that'll, you know, it won't seem like, oh, she she won the title, but she didn't really go against anybody who's worth anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so speaking of title, we're gonna keep uh, going with titles. Let's talk uh, AJ Styles against uh, Shinsuke Nakamura for the SmackDown Live title. This was feel about that one, one of the I guess dream matches everybody's been waiting for. Um, for me, this one. Again, it didn't live up to the hype. I don't, in my personal opinion, really? for, me, for me, it wasn't. It wasn't what it could have been. Again, I feel like they stifled Sensei for whatever reason. Um, you know, I heard a lot of people. You know, when he when he first showed up to SmackDown from NST, a lot of people saying, "I hope he doesn't get overexposed because he's one of those type of type of guys that that should be a one of those almost once in a lifetime type." guys like the Brock Lesnar's and like the the Hulk Hogan's. He could be one of those guys on that level to where something special every time you see him. But I think they over overexposed him, oversaturated him on SmackDown. I know he had to wrestle, they had to build him up, but you know, th- that's what they do. You know, when he he was a lot I guess he had a lot more creativity, I guess you could say, when he was in NXT, when he came to NXT as opposed to, you know, that particular match. But I think that that match got outshined by um, the very first match on the car. I think a lot of it, that was the best match to me. But, mm. you know, that one, it was okay. I'm glad. I do think he's going to be better as a heel. I think as a heel, he's going to shine mm. a whole lot more than being a face. Yeah, I think. So I do like the swerve at the end, like, oh, he's a heel now. You know, because then when they interviewed him, you know, on SmackDown, the very next SmackDown, he was just amazing on the mic, some of the stuff that he was saying. So um, I do like the switch, him being the heel, but as far as the overall match, it could have been a little better than me. But that's me. That's my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed the match. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was um, – I, I mean, to me, I, I have to say uh, – I I probably enjoy um, AJ more. I think I've watched more AJ Styles matches than I've watched Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, yeah, me too. So I I enjoy watching AJ Styles. I just think he's just great. I I pretty much can watch him wrestle anybody, and I and I'm entertained by it. Yeah, because I know he's going to put on a show, even if he's carrying the match. Mm-hmm. And um, and I and I kind of felt like the match uh, had. What uh what you look for in a match is a tough fought match, kind of going back and forth. Okay, it looks like this guy's gonna win. No, that he counters. Okay, now it looks like that guy's gonna win. You know, it kind of go it swings back. I felt like the momentum shifted back and forth. Yeah. Um I wasn't I wasn't surprised AJ won. Oh yeah. I, but I was definitely uh surprised that uh Shinsuke turned heel because I felt like Shinsuke was you know, like he he was built up to be like this rock star in mm-hmm. WWE. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And but uh, but I think, but I do think he's funnier as a heel. Though. He is, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> you saying. You know, with the you know with the I don't speak English. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Whoever wrote this, this is golden. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was like if nothing else, they said he's got to turn heel so I can use this. Because yes. I can't use it with him as a face. Uh-uh. So, yeah, and I, yeah, I think because um, I felt like they were playing it like you know, I mean, technically WWE is really no more kind of good guy, bad guy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the good guy and the really good guy. Yeah, like, it just kind of depends on which way you want to go. And I felt like they they kind of played that back and forth. And I thought they just made it like they set the match up as just like, okay, these guys respect each other. It's healthy competition. But then you totally flipped it. And now it's like, no, I hate you. You hate me. In a, <laughs> kind of in a way, I think they kind of have to because now it's like the fans are determining who's the good guy and who's the bad guy because the fans are tired of, you know, the 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 writers and the powers that be 
forcing somebody down our throat like, hey, you're going to like him. Right. You got to like him. We're like, no, nah, we ain't got to like nobody. We like who we want to like, you know, a la right. Roman Reigns, a la Braun Strowman. <laughs> hey, Braun Strowman, you're not going to like Braun Strowman. Oh, we love Braun Strowman. Oh, well, you're going to like Roman <laughs> Reigns. Oh, we hate Roman Reigns, you know. So um, in that aspect, you know, it was cool that they kind of did the switch on us to make us not like Shinsei or somewhat not like him anymore because, oh, he just jumped, he just turned and jumped AJ Styles, you know. But it, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how it all, how it all plays out. <clears throat> yeah, I caught, I caught some of, um, I didn't catch the whole thing, but I caught some of SmackDown and, um, I'm just interested to to see to see where where else that that storyline goes because I know definitely they definitely have like AJ Styles riled up of like okay I'm tired of this guy sneaking up on me and hit me with low blows yeah <laughs> like I really want to just face him face to face and kick his tail <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to see a rematch sometime soon between those two oh of course and. <clears throat> So, uh, keeping the flow going with title matches, uh, we're going to talk the universal title, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. This is the match. The The crazy part of this match was the ending because I know everybody expected Roman Reigns to win because that's what they wanted us to expect. Roman Reigns is going to overcome the obstacle of Brock Lesnar and He's he's the one that the powers that be want to be the champion. So everybody was expecting Roman Reigns to win. Um, so the swerve at the end was great. I actually thought I alluded to it a little bit earlier. I actually thought that the Undertaker would interfere in this match some kind of way, being that those are the two guys that beat him at WrestleMania. So I thought some kind of way he was gonna get involved in this match, which did, which didn't happen, which I wasn't surprised right. by. But I was kind of hoping that they would do something with that. Um, as far as the overall match, yeah, it was a pretty good match. It was okay. Um, of yeah. course, it wasn't technical. It wasn't, you know, a wrestling match. Like, you know, if you know, you've been watching Brock, you know it ain't going to be a wrestling match, you know, but it was an okay match. I was surprised. I was surprised by the, um, by the, by the blood at the end of the match. I love, you know, kind of what he did with Randy Orton, you know, I'm kind of surprised that he did that again, but, um, that I heard he got some heat in the back with Vince and Shane. But mm-hmm. other than that, you know, I, I thought it was, it was a pretty good match. The ending was uh, the ending was good. It, it was a shocker. That's what they wanted, and that's what happened. So it was a pretty good match. Yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was a great match. Uh, I, again, Brock Lesnar is another guy I look forward to. I'm, and I feel like I'm one of the few people that likes Roman Reigns. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> wow. like, I like Roman Reigns. You, you are you part of Samoan? I might be a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Um, no, nah, I, I, I just think I like Roman Reigns. I just like, I like, I like the. I like the the grit. Like he's very, he's very to me. He's very gritty, very rough. Just like I like that. So okay. So that's that's my guy. So I really thought he was gonna win. Um, again, I enjoy Brock Lesnar. I enjoy trips to Suplex City. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, Brock beat my guy. I know he had to beat my guy, <laughs> but he beat my guy. That's my dude. <laughs> And I'm still a little bit bitter. Every time I see a highlight, I'm like, he beat Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still a little, just a little bit. I'm kind of getting over it because Goldberg's done that. Yeah, it took a while. Yeah, Yeah, you know, so it's like, I understand what what they were doing. It was like they brought him back to kind of, you know, to kind of put that that stuff that happened in the past to kind of sweep that under the rug and do him right, which they did. I think they did. But then it was like, but still, I'm kind of like, dang, he didn't have to beat him though. But 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 let me have my way. Goldberg wouldn't have lost to anybody. He would have had to relinquish the title and retire. Yeah, so absolutely. so I just had to I just had to get over it. But at the same time, I was I really thought Roman was going to win because it's been a constant with Roman to get back to getting a title match with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and. Even when he won the uh, Intercontinental title for a short stint, I was kind of like, 
So they're trying to get away from focusing on Brock Lesnar and the mm-hmm. Universal title. Mm-hmm. But then when he lost it, it was like, okay, he's going back to Brock. Like that's just a no brainer. Yep. And I'm trying to figure out how he's going to get back to Brock. And eventually, this, so and then after Brock busted him open, and he kind of had that last little adrenaline rush, I said, "Oh, Roman's about to beat him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, "No, he's not." <laughs> he thought the same. So I was kind of sitting here like, "Like, wow, like, no, he's not going to beat him." Especially after he hit him with the F five like twenty times, and he kept kicking out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like. Did somebody go off script? <laughs> like, yeah, what's like, going on? Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, and then uh, it was just interesting to me that 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 following night on Monday Night Raw, Roman kind of seemed like he was complaining about the fact now that he had a match with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, it did. Like, <laughs> so, they, didn't, they didn't tell me that I had a rematch against him in a steel cage and now I got to go go up against him again like yeah dude like right it's like this is what you've been wanting now, now you got it you didn't even have to do anything for it they just gave it to you and now you're complaining about it I was like mm-hmm. that's weird this is the guy who doesn't turn down a challenge from anybody you know and he's always you know you talked all the smack about how he doesn't come to work and you're full time and, and all this other stuff and I I saw a, uh, a clip today on Instagram um, from when he had the rivalry going with John Cena, and that was his angle with John Cena: is you don't come to work. Yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah, like it Roman Reigns has has this thing of telling people they don't come to work, but it's like, man, you're coming and you're not you're not performing, you're losing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's the so, best y'all can do with his character. Like, really? Like, come on. Right. So I was like, and I never really thought until I saw. I was like, is that gonna be his angle with everybody? Is you don't come to work? I come to work. I'm here every week. I guess, <laughs> like, I guess so. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see uh him have this uh this match with Samoa Joe. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah. I think it's that backlash and to see how that goes. Cause yeah. I'm like, they're 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 giving Roman some really tough competition for him talking all this stuff about coming to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> for real, I'm you come to work. Show up, like man, you need to take some vacation days or something. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you think about, I mean, Romans, Romans has some pretty tough matches. I mean, oh yeah, match with Brock. He's had he's had John Cena. He's had yeah. Samoa Joe. He's had Braun, Braun Strowman. Strowman. Yeah. He's had some pretty, some pretty tough competition. I, I, I see, and to me, I feel like he's really kind of made a name for himself, and he's not, he's not fighting slouches. Yeah. Even, even if he's not winning, he's not fighting slouches. It's like it, he's losing the people that you know, like no, you, I can see you losing them. Yeah, he's supposed to be the big dog, you know. He got to, right? But yeah, it's his yard, so he's supposed to, he's supposed to put it down. So I'm like, yeah. that's just, that's just interesting. So, so I definitely want to see how this how this rematch goes. But I'm hearing, you know, rumors that Brock is, even though he signed a new contract, he's supposedly still leaving. So yeah. they're planning on him losing the title sometime soon anyway. Yeah. And I, I, I was hearing that they were talking about him losing the title to, to Bobby Lashley, who just came back. Yeah, I heard I heard that too. I heard that too. And I'm like, I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't know. Did you hear about the? Um, <laughs> I'm totally sidetracking. Did you hear about the whole thing with Bobby Lashley and Google? Uh uh-uh. uh They um, <laughs> if you Google, I don't know if they fixed it yet because I looked it up and I found it. Uh, if you Google Black Lesnar. Bobby Lashley was the first. Are you serious? That. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> if you Google Black Lesnar, Bobby Lashley's profile comes up first. Wow. So <laughs> they're supposed they're supposed to. I think they're supposed to be fixing it, but I don't, I don't know if they are. Now, but <laughs> but I'm like, I don't I don't know. I'm like Bobby Lashley just came back. You gonna give him the universal title? Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't see. I, I saw him wrestle Monday in the. Uh, in the tag match, and he looked pretty good, but I, at the same time, I still wasn't like hyped up. Like, oh yeah, I want to see him win the exactly. title. You yeah, know, I, I think he needs he needs some build up. Not a heaven fixed it yet. It still pops up. Black Lesnar. Wow, that's going to end up being his nickname now. Yeah, it is. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Black one that one announcer is gonna sleep and say that. It's black boys. <laughs> I mean, no, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that uh, we've got through WrestleMania, I just want to hit uh, real quick the uh, superstar shakeup. Yes. Um, there was more trades than I even knew about, even just from watching uh, Raw Monday. Um, so let me run down the list. This is who who uh, came to Raw. Uh, Baron Corbin. Um, no Way Jose is a new arrival. Jose, no way. Uh, Bobby Roode. Uh, Natalia. Uh, Ruby Riot. Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Jinder Mahal, who was U.S. champ and now mm-hmm. no longer is. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, we talked about them. Uh, Fandango and Tyler Breeze, mm-hmm. Zack Ryder. Um, then there's some guys on this list I haven't even heard of, so maybe you can help me out. Uh, Connor. And Victor, yeah, Victor, Central. Uh, I know Mojo Riley. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mike Canellis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Chad Gable. Yeah. Uh, which Chad Gable, I was kind of surprised at because I was like, that was a pretty good tag team that they had over there with uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. Yeah, so it I was. I was surprised to see his name on that list. Yeah. And and then uh, Chad Gable, I did see the clip of Chad Gable talking smack about, um, not Chad Gable, but uh, Shelton Benjamin talking smack about Chad Gable. Wow. Like, oh, he needed me. I don't need him. Like, wait. That wow. was, <laughs> you guys were almost tag team champs. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Now he's talking smack about him. <laughs> yep. That's crazy. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, oh. I like I didn't I didn't get that. I was like that was a weird angle to kind of go with that for me. Mm-hmm. Like I could I could see him being cocky and being like, "Oh yeah, he was a great tag team partner, but now I'm solo. It's okay. I don't have to have him. I'm going to do this thing." Da, 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 da. I could see him going that way, yeah. and not just totally just kind of going heel on his former partner. Um uh from the few people I've seen on this list uh, the change looks pretty good with like Bobby Roode. Yeah, I was real happy uh, about that. I'm a huge Bobby Roode fan. Huge. Yeah, I like he, I like Bobby Roode. He's he's glorious. He is glorious. <laughs> he is glorious. Um, I I don't think Natalia's a bad move. I think she's good on either roster. Yeah. Um, I like Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, no way, Jose! I just got introduced to him like about two weeks ago. I thought he was—I thought he was funny. I was like, okay, he's gonna be that kind of comic relief wrestler. Yeah, he comes in with the people dancing. Yeah, like another NX, another NXT guy. He made his okay. name in NXT. Um, Rod Squad is cool. I'm kind of over Dolph Ziggler. I don't know what it is. He keeps getting chance yeah. after chance. I'm like, I—I I was done with Dolph after he uh, after he. Uh, relinquish the uh, title after he won it. Yeah, because I I didn't get that. I was like, I was like, why? Then he comes back like three weeks later and tries to get the title again. It was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't get what y'all are doing with him. <laughs> me, <laughs> like, neither. me neither. Um, I guess pairing him with Drew McIntyre, it might help a little bit. I guess I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see where that goes. Um. Jinder Mahal, I think having him on Raw that is gonna help him out a whole lot. He was, he was like the big guy on SmackDown, you know. So now mm-hmm. gonna give him some more competition to go against. Um, like you said earlier, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they they great together. They they gonna entertain the crowd on Raw. That's gonna be great. Um, I guess the same with Brazongo, um, mm-hmm. Connor and Victor. They were the Ascension. They uh, came from NXT also, but they've been on. Bounce from Raw and SmackDown. People look at them as a broke version of the Legion of Doom. So, okay, <laughs> I, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised they haven't dismantled that group already. I'm surprised they haven't been dismantled already because nobody really likes them anymore. Nobody really cares for mm-hmm. them anymore. Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. Now let's move to uh, <clears throat> who's coming to SmackDown. SmackDown. Um, 
got Jeff Hardy, the new U.S. champ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, which I was, I was surprised about that move. I, I was maybe too. they were going to do um, a new little stable with with Broken Matt, yeah, Ray Wyatt, I did too. and Jeff, because they they did like they did a bit with them last week, and I thought it went really well. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, this is going to be the stable. It's going to be the Hardy Boys and Bray Wyatt and then whoever else they kind of throw in there with them. So when he popped up on SmackDown, it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to be interesting. Like, hey, you're the um, new champ. Go to SmackDown. Bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we have uh, 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 Paige's girls, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville mm-hmm. uh, coming over. Um, I think that'll be interesting. I, I really don't. I, I'm not used to seeing them apart from Paige, so that's going to be interesting for me to see. Yeah. Oh, real quick, what do you think of Paige as the new general manager? Um, I, I think she'll, I think she'll be cool. Um, it, she's kind of funny. She's kind of funny to me because mm-hmm. I'm used to seeing, I've gotten used to seeing her as a heel. Yeah. So now she kind of comes off as like the nice general manager everybody can yeah. like, and it's kind of like, okay, I, it'll it'll take me some time to get used to it. it. It's an acquired taste. Yeah, and I think also everybody's also gonna be waiting to see how she's gonna interact with the new day because all that stuff with her and Xavier Woods. I think that's gonna be interesting uh, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we got, we got the behind the scenes, <laughs> behind the scenes love drama. Yeah, that's gonna be real interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Speak, well speaking up real quick like what do you think about the whole John Cena Nikki Bella oh wow drama that's, that's going crazy. on crazy I don't know what to, I don't did, know what to make of it did you hear about the contract yes I heard about the contract yes <laughs> yes I was like wait what is what is this yes like <laughs> like no matter what this is my house you're guests in my house if I ask you to leave you gotta go like, I, I've heard, huh? like in real life, he's very OCD, but I, I didn't know it was that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I would have left him too. Like, shoot. Yeah, but, I was like, but geez. yeah, praying for like, you, okay, brother. John. We're praying for you. Right, 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 right. John Cena, praying for John Cena. Heal and deliver, Lord. That's that's some work right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Um, and we talked about this guy earlier. There's uh, Samoa Joe, which I was surprised was going to SmackDown as well. Me too, because I'm I'm like he had to he had to battle going again with Roman Reigns. Yep. So I was like, okay, so we're not going to see them together again until Backlash. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised to see Big Cass back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I felt like once uh, Enzo Amore got the boot, I felt like that was Kaz getting fired too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, knew, I knew he got injured, but then at the same time, I, from what I hear, Vince McMahon loves them big dudes, so there's just okay. another big guy for him to, you know, do it whatever he wants. So, yeah, I just I don't know. Like I I have to say, like apart from Enzo, like he doesn't have any kind of appeal to me. Yep. Like as a as a character, like to me, Enzo, like he was a good, like Enzo was the main course, and he was a, a side dish to go with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So it was like apart from him, it was like no, I don't want you by yourself. I need you with him. Mm-hmm. And and then even when they tried to make him turn heel, it was like when he turned heel, it was kind of like okay, like now I have no interest in you. Yeah, because to me, what. What made you entertaining was this guy. Yeah. So true that. I don't know. True that. Yes, we'll see. Then um you got my girl Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um she's back on she's on SmackDown. Um, which I thought that, that was where she was going a long time ago, um, after she won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll be uh I think she'll she'll help make SmackDown more interesting. Um because I I feel like I feel like SmackDown to me, had the better tag teams and yeah, Raw had the better singles division. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that makes it a little more interesting, especially for the women over there. I mean, they had Charlotte and they had a few others. but Yeah, I think, yeah, I think her, her and Charlotte are going to really get into a, a real good feud right now. You're going to see a lot of quality matches between them two and 
think that that feud really finna start to blossom. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not mad at that. I I, I like it. Yeah, me too. I really... <clears throat> okay, and then um we got uh two guys I really like, uh the club, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Um I like them. I do uh, too. I, I do too. I hate <clears throat> this move though. I can understand it because they need some more big guys to go against um more big guys to go against what what's the name of the group? The uh, oh, tag the, uh, team. The Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, the Bludgeon Brothers. They need some more big guys to go against them, but Dude, they missed so many opportunities to push the Ballot Club, bro. That thing could have been so oh, huge. Yeah. And I, yeah. know, I know, you know, they didn't want to infringe on the Bullet Club and risk lawsuits or whatever. But, dude, they missed so many opportunities. That thing could have been so huge. But, and, you know, it's business. It is what it is. So, I guess I got to right. get them over there to go against the guys. So. Yeah, the, the Bludgeon Brothers, they, they escalated pretty quickly. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't expect them to be tag team champs this quick. Yeah, they knew. Um, I mean, I knew they were going to uh, – I knew they were going to kind of come in and uh, and dominate. I mean, just from looking at them, it's like, okay, y'all aren't going to be entertaining on the microphone at all. They never have been. <laughs> no. They've, they've always been just about just coming in and beating people up. So, I, I kind of – even with the new look, I knew what to expect from them. Mm-hmm. But – yeah, I just did not see in the matter of like two or three months them being tag team champs. Yeah. <clears throat> then uh speaking of tag team champs, then you got uh the Bosch, Zara, and Samus got moved to SmackDown, which I was surprised at too. Me too. But I mean I guess they ran through everybody on Raw, so need some more except for, except for Nicholas and Braun Strowman, but <laughs> they got they got Nicholas as a beast, man. Bro, dude gonna be dude gonna be champ real soon. I promise you, he gonna be WWE champ real soon. Right. He, he took out Who the wants bar. to get these hands? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That, that that whole thing, I was kind of like, okay, I I can't wonder who is gonna be. Braun's partner, like yeah. who could last with Braun? Dude, I was guessing they... everybody. I'm like, okay, it's gonna be Ray Mysterio. <laughs> no, nah, it ain't gonna be Ray Mysterio. It's gonna be uh, they're gonna bring in somebody. It's gonna be somebody super. Maybe Kane. No, nah, it ain't gonna be Kane. Like, really going to the crowd? He got a kid. <laughs> the, I yeah, would... for, a, for a second, I thought he was gonna grab Cena at some point, and that was gonna be Cena's way of getting to WrestleMania. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. the funniest part of the whole thing was the the next Monday night when they relinquished the titles. He was like, "Yeah, right," because Nicholas is he's still in school. He's got to finish school first. Like that junk was hilarious. <laughs> I'm still I'm still mad that they got a little kid to be. I think I heard Jim Ross say something like, uh, "No, nah, Stone Cold. Stone Cold was mad at it. Like you got this this duo, the Bar. They've been running through everybody, running through every tag team, and." They got beat by Braun Strowman and a little kid. I would have rather them getting beat by Braun Strowman by himself than putting a little kid <laughs> in there too. You know that just diminishes their credibility just a little bit. But right, right. But you know, so they they on SmackDown now. So they gonna they gonna add to the tag team mix too. I think they're gonna do good against the Bludgeon Brothers. But, and that's a um, but that's a move I kind of didn't understand. Stand yeah. either based off of what's projected to happen because they're supposed to battle at the great Royal Rumble to get the tag team titles back. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. They're they, just broken and yeah, the hardy or broken and white. Broken Matt and Yeah, wide. so if they those are for the raw titles, but if they get moved to SmackDown, I was like, how does that work? Mm-hmm. Does that you know hint they, hint wink wink. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying they won't be five time tag team I don't know. We'll have to see. Well then again yeah, then then again Jeff Hardy did win a SmackDown title and get moved to SmackDown, so maybe they could win and get back to Raw. It's possible, but I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah, I I I honestly I'm not if I'm not looking forward to Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy attacking Jackson. Not looking forward to it. No. Um <laughs> next on the list, R Truth 
who? who I didn't even realize our truth who? who I didn't even realize was still around. Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, bro, you, like, you know we're doing trap rap now, so the nineteen eighties, <laughs> the nineteen eighties style rapping, you need to step your game up, bro. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> I was like, our truth hasn't been relevant in years. I was like, why does he even matter? They don't even put him on it. Dead man must <laughs> got something on Vince McMahon that. Nobody else knows. I don't know. <laughs> or Triple H or something. I don't know. But hey, I guess I ain't going there. Yeah. He got a, he got a job. He said, Vince, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, next on the list, somebody a little more relevant. Yeah. The Miz, who just got switched over. The Miz was the man on Raw. He's going to be even more so the man on SmackDown. I'm looking forward to him and Daniel Bryan. I'm looking forward to him and Sinsuke. I'm looking forward to him and AJ. I, I, I don't per se like I, like, I don't like the move because he was the man on Raw, and I look forward to seeing him on Raw. But I love the move because he's going to add more relevance to SmackDown and make SmackDown more of a must-watch show. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely see that. The Miz, the Miz has been doing it for a while too. Like it's it's been consistent. Like he 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 hasn't really fell off. He's um, he's pretty much been like the second coming of The Rock almost to me, as far as like how entertaining he is. Mm-hmm. On yeah, it's, it's just like, oh, there's a segment coming up with the Miz. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah, I know this is gonna be something special. And him, he's, and, just, he's just established himself as that. Yeah, and he his his match at WrestleMania, in my opinion, was the best match. Him, Seth Rollins, and uh, Finn Balor, those hands down oh, the best yeah. match of Mania. And him and Daniel Bryan really never got closure from that little spat they had last year, where okay. they said that was like the best. Mike work period of the last couple of years with that little heated thing that the mm. Miz and Daniel Bryan went through. That was gold. That was off the chain. That really helped develop his character and push him to where he is now. So look for real quick the Miz and Daniel Bryan to get into a few like real quick within the next week or two, I believe. Yeah, I I definitely, definitely want to see that match. And 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 even um kind of piggybacking off of WrestleMania. That whole little feud between Seth, Finn, and The Miz over the last, like, month or so mm-hmm. has been great. Like, every match that, that they could come up with yes. for that feud worked really well. Yes. Like, that was that was grade-A television right there. Yeah, it was. You're, you're a little worried because Seth had a history of hurting people. So, you was hoping right. Seth didn't hurt nobody, but... <laughs> yeah, it it all worked out. Yeah, like you said, it was a great feud. It was yeah, it was great. Yeah, I mean, anytime there was like, oh, the Miz is wrestling Finn, or he's wrestling Seth, or Seth's wrestling Finn, or they're in a three way. I was like, yeah, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. This is this is that was just great, great wrestling. <clears throat> and they even, I mean, they played so many different angles with it. Even kind of, it was like all three against each other. Then kind of Seth and Finn kind of took sides and. Was against Miz and the Miz to rise. Like they, they played so many different angles with it. I like what they, what they did with that. Yeah, and it was like they kind of established a rivalry and a friendship all at the same time. Which uh-huh. was weird. I like never. I can't even think of anything I've ever seen like that before. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> so uh, this next uh, little group of folks on the list, uh, I'm kind of leaning on your expertise because you've been schooling me on NXT, which I haven't gotten into yet, but I plan on doing some binge watching of NXT uh, real, real soon to try to catch up and get familiar with everything. Because I know NXT is is your thing. You told me it was better than Mania. I'm like, really? Dude, I had (laughs) several, several tweets, several Facebook posts from different friends and uh, different fans saying that in NXT is like Triple H is pretty much over the NXT brand and whatever he's doing with it, it's working. It's like amazing. And I guess Vince and whoever is that's over the, the main roster, I don't know what they're doing, but they need to let Triple H control all of it. 
because yeah. NXT is like next level. It's like how how good they are. The competition's good. You know, um, some of the best matches they had Samoa's Samoa Joe and and Sinsuke before they made it to the main roster, and um, Ember Ember Moon and and uh, Oscar. They had some great matches. Charlotte had great matches. Bailey and Sasha, that was one mm. of the best women's matches, hands down, in the best few years when they were the matches they had in NXT before they came to the main roster. So like NXT is like that next level, that next level brand. And um, you got some guys that came to SmackDown. You got seeing almost um, Vega, the um, Sanity though, Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, Killian Dane, Sanity. That's gonna be the group to watch. Because when they hit SmackDown, it's like they're almost like a next level Wyatt family. It's like they're not as crazy, <clears throat> crazy as the Wyatt, but they're they're more ruthless, I guess you can say. You know, Eric Young comes from from uh, TNA. He came from TNA. He was one of the top dogs in TNA for many years. And then when he showed up in NXT, it's like everybody went crazy. Oh, Eric Young's here! Oh my goodness, you know so. Be sure to watch Sanity whenever they debut. They're gonna be the ones that's gonna that's gonna be um, next level on SmackDown as well. So um, yeah, and as far as you know NXT, watch NXT. I, I urge everybody if you don't got the the network, get the network and binge watch some classic NXT matches. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. One guy in particular that's really killing right now. He came from I think he came from Ring of Honor. My dude, Adam Cole. Adam Cole yeah. is, like, phenomenal. That ladder match that they had at NXT TakeOver New Orleans right the night before WrestleMania, that ladder match was the very first match. If you watch that match, you'll be hooked on um, – excuse me, you'll be hooked on um, on NXT. And a lot, of, a lot of the guys that just came yeah. in the shakeup, a lot of the guys that debuted on Raw and SmackDown right after WrestleMania came from NXT, like the Authors of Pain. Uh, Authors of Pain, who also had Paul, yeah. Paul Ellering, yeah. was their manager, who was the manager from Legion of Doom, legendary Legion of Doom. He brought them into NXT, and they demolished everybody pretty much. Um, them, Ember Moon came from NXT, like I just said, and a bunch of others. So I urge anybody, go back, go watch yeah. NXT. It's like a breath of fresh air compared to the main roster. Not downplaying the main roster, you know, because all of them professionals, all of them great at what they do, but it's just a little something different than what you get from the main roster. So, yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, like I said, you the, the way you've been talking it up definitely. I I definitely have to say I've I've been guilty of just kind of being like, oh, NXT is like the D League of WWE. Like I'll see these guys eventually, so I'll catch them when they get to the main roster. Yeah, yeah. But but hearing hearing how you've been talking about it, I'm like, no, nah, I need to see. Yeah, like uh, I don't need to wait till they get to the main roster. I need nah, to see them before. Exactly, exactly. To see what the the main roster is going to become. Yeah, because the main roster ain't doing them justice, man. I would, well, I don't wish. I'm glad AJ Styles came straight to the main roster because he deserved to after his body of work in New Japan and TNA and Ring of Honor. He deserved to come straight to the main roster. But I would have loved to see him right. in a couple of matches in in NXT. They they really he really would have blew the roof off. Especially you know, um, Finn Balor came from there and uh, Finn Balor right. came to NXT and several others. You know, a lot of others. Charlotte, like I said. Oh, excuse me, a lot of other people, but yeah, if you just go back and first watch that, uh, like I said, that ladder match from last week, dude, you're going to be hooked. Okay, I definitely had that on my watch list. That'll be, that'll be the first thing I look at um, is the uh, this last pay-per-view that they did before WrestleMania. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. And uh, and, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Jay Kells. Cool, man. It was a pleasure. This it was is, an honor, man. Thank you so awesome. Much man, my show is Star Talk every Saturday. I talk everything Dallas Cowboys football, but I'm honored to be Wait. here. Wait, I had to throw that in there. Why are you? Why are you ruining this? Why are you ruining this recording? Hey, man, by bringing up the Cowboys. Why? Man, I gotta be me, why? man. I had to throw it in there, man. I gotta let why? the people know. Okay, everybody listening, this is his first time here. First and probably Forgive last him. time. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive this brother for bringing up the Cowboys. No, but Jacobs is our is our Dallas Cowboy correspondent for Trackstar Sports. He is a avid Cowboys fan, unfortunately. <laughs> um, 
I, it's true season, so I'm being nice because I'm a Redskins fan. Ooh. I have a lot more I want to say, but I'm not going to say it because it's true season. We got a few months to go, but Jake Hells is trying to bring me out. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. <laughs> but, oh, brother, it's, it has been a pleasure talking with you. I can't wait to do this again. Yes, sir. Um, again, make sure you tune in to Jake Hells on Trackstop Sports Anchor. Uh, on Anchor to listen to him talk about the Cowboys if you really want to listen to the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> again, I'm always here to bring you the latest and greatest in the WWE. So this was another great episode of The Outsider's Edge with my man, Jake Kell. Yes, uh, also, if you don't already, what are you doing with your life? You should be following us on social media. Sure. Uh, make sure you follow us at Trackstar Sports on Instagram. Uh, Trackstar underscore sports on Instagram. Trackstar Sports on Facebook and Twitter, and make sure you also follow our debate fuel pages at Debate Fuel on everything Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We talk all sports all day long. We talk NFL, we talk Cowboys, we talk Redskins, we talk WWE, whatever you want to discuss sports related in there. We're here for it 24 7. Again, Jay Kells, thank you very much, sir. No Appreciate problem. You thank guys. you for having me. All right, y'all. Y'all be blessed. Peace. Oh.